I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0, brand new feed, better show, and as I say frequently, I only bring you the best guests, only the best, because listen, our time is valuable, your time is valuable, and my goal is to get you the greatest results, shortest amount of time, with the least likelihood of injury, and could not be more excited to bring to you... Stefan Olander. He is the former VP of Global Digital Innovation at Nike and went off on his own and did this really cool new company called Amorpho, which I am uh, actually familiar with. I have the gear. Uh, they were sponsor of the show back when I was with iHeartRadio and could not be more excited again to bring him to you. Stefan, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me, Tom. So you were at Nike uh, for 20 years, you know, incredible, obviously company and did so much with them. And then you, uh, as I, you know, listened in some podcasts and some interviews with you, you said, you know, it's, it's time to go out on your own. And that's a scary proposition. So yeah. many people don't do that, right? You're comfortable, you're making yeah. some really good money, <laughs> but you're passionate and you're curious and you go, it's time, right? So just talk about that, yeah. like that transition. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. You, I get that question and I got it a lot, you know, especially as I left and, and sure. people go through that and they say, well, wasn't it scary? And I think, I think we all have different drivers and uh, things that pull us, uh, you know, from from within. And and for me, I, I always had a sense of, of 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 that it wasn't complete. You know, I had a feeling I, I love creating stuff and and had the opportunity to do some pretty remarkable innovations uh, for Nike. But it was always under the sort of uh, with um, sort of with the backing of of an amazing company. And I was always curious, you know, what would it be just to go and try something and be completely, you know, put together a group of talented people and just go after an idea. And 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 once, uh, you know, once I got there, it wasn't a matter of if; it was more more a matter of when. So for me, um, that that uh, and and then it, and then you just get really really excited. I think in general in life, it's about chapters and. And you need to feel really, really inspired and excited when you wake up, because otherwise, you know, you're just going through the motions. So, yeah. So for me, that was um, I, I left uh, Nike in 2017 and started a Morpho in 2018. And it's frightening, you know. I was a trainer way back when, Stefan. You know, and as a trainer, you work at a gym, and then you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm making X amount of money or dollars, right? And they're taking a huge cut, but it's safe, and they're bringing you clients, and then. If you're yeah. entrepreneur, you, you take your feet out, right? You take both feet out and you go off on your own. And that's frightening because suddenly you got to get the clients, yeah. right? But but to your point, like I, I truly believe, you know, you're an entrepreneur uh, at heart, right? Um, and yeah. you just have to do it. We, we don't have a choice. You know, my family's all Wall Street. I have five yeah. brothers and a dad. And, you know, I said I, I could make $40 million a year on Wall Street. And I would be absolutely miserable. So I don't think we yeah. have a choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you're, you're, it's really interesting what you say. It's not. It's actually the the pull is so strong that to your point, it isn't a choice. It's not like oh, maybe it's more. That's why I say it's not if it's when. You you right. know that eventually you're going to be like, all right, I got to do this. I got to do this for myself. And and I think it's it's one of the most rewarding feelings. It's I don't know. I've never. I've I don't know. I don't parachute. You know, maybe you have tried it, but I I imagine it's something similar. You're just standing there going. I'm petrified of this. I hate this. And then you go and you're like, wow, this is amazing. Absolutely. I think that's kind of the feeling. Yeah. Two of my favorite books. I don't know if you've read either of these. Um, Michael Easter's The Comfort Crisis. Uh, just amazing. You know, writer, professor, uh, talking yeah. about, you know, and then Steve Magness, who I just interviewed recently, uh, Do Hard Things. 
And, you know, the title of that yeah. book is, yeah. you know, it's not really what the title sounds like it would be. Um, but yeah, we need to, we need to, it's so cliche stuff on to say, yeah. you know, I, I say the secrets to life are, yeah. are in social media, right? All the memes, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. the application yeah, yeah, that's yeah. difficult, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I agree completely. And so you were, you were basically, people ask you, you know, how you came up with the idea. You were doing the Murph workout at Nike. You know, you try everything, right? And for people who don't yeah. know, that's CrossFit. You put this weighted vest on, you do this crazy workout based on, you know, uh, a soldier who fell, was fallen. And, and this is in remembrance of him. It's really hard. It's a big kind of bulky vest. And my guess is you said, I could do this better and differently. Differently, not necessarily. Better. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was it was interesting. You know, sometimes, <clears throat> and I think I've had that throughout my life and throughout my career, you you spot something and you and you ask yourself, why is it this way? And, and I think that that is, a, 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 in general, a really, really important, important thing to just ask yourself questions. Don't just assume that a finish or an, or an, an idea or, or a or an application or something is completed just because someone did it. And I've always had that sort of, I wonder why it is this way. If something is, you know, nagging at you, <clears throat> excuse me. And and for me, this one was, but my friend BJ brought along a, a weighted vest. And and the first thing I had was this sensation when you when you put it on and you strap it on and you're like, I feel different. And then that's the first feeling, you know, that whole, the first realization or insight there's an emotional thing that happens when you when you put on this thing that tells you i'm i'm ready i'm ready for this thing and and you and then the second thing is just how much harder it is cuz to your point <laughs> right. it's a tough workout and i had done it before without a vest and then this time it's like oh we're going to do it properly but but i came out of it just curious i was like wow that completely changed this thing that i'd done it felt different in a couple of ways. It felt different physiology, uh, physiologically, as in it was heavier, it was harder, but also mentally. I was like, I just, there is something going on here. And, and at the time, and you know this, like with, with any kind of um, idea or innovation or entrepreneurial beginning, it's like you just, you, you take the thought in and it's not immediately a formed it doesn't form into, oh, one day I'm going to go off and do this thing and it's going to become a company. It's more, that was an interesting insight. And that was in 2014. Right. And then it took a few years and it was always in the back of my mind. And, and it was actually my friend and and, and uh, current board member, Trevor Edwards, um, that, you know, when I left, I said, I, I'm going to go do something else. I don't yet know what it is. And we were talking a lot about whether or not it should be you know, in the services consulting space, I'd spent so many years, you know, meeting with amazing companies and learning so much that, I, and I'd saw a certain way of, of, you know, how you could use digital innovation to make companies better. So I was, I was talking about it through the lens of maybe there is something in consulting here, you know, maybe whether it's an agency or whatever. And and, and Trevor said, no, he's like, no, 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 you, you have to build products. He's like, you love building physical things and and it could be a digital product but I, he said i think it's a combination and and i was like oh interesting and then that vest popped up and i was like yeah you know what i never did anything with that idea and that was the that was literally the beginning and then you know i sat down with my friend ben williams who um, unbelievable creative thinker you, you know and we and we spent a weekend uh, just thinking about how this could come together and that literally became the start and you have an engineering background 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I am I am a, a hack electrical engineer from back <laughs> in the day, but but I think you know I think that it was more. Um, it's a way of thinking, right? You know, right. engineering have this, you know, methodical manner of breaking stuff down and you look at the pieces that make it up. So, and I had, a, I mean, obviously throughout the years of, of driving digital innovation at Nike, uh, you know, I have, I have a foundational, pretty, pretty decent understanding of, of, you know, the components with which you can build products and services. So that, and that always helps, you know, but then you just surround yourself and, and make sure that the people that join the mission are are excellent and we i mean that that's one where we have really really uh, so many different areas of expertise and engineering being one of them and, and what i love Stellan, about your product is <laughs> simplicity isn't the right word but it is right so you know, you call yeah. it micro loading. Uh, my most recent book is called the micro workout plan. And, you know, <laughs> in this world, we, we go to extremes. I mean, CrossFit yeah. is a perfect example, right? And people always want more, more, yeah. more. And you talk about like, you know, when I first put it on, of, of course, it's not 20 pounds. It's not 30 pounds, but that's for a reason. No, and unfortunately, no. human beings, yeah. well, you know, it, it, it's it, fitness is on the pendulum, right? And so that's something you're obviously, yeah. I don't know, fighting against. But yes, you know, you have to battle against because people put it on, they go, this isn't hard enough, right? This isn't hard enough. So talk about yeah. micro loading yeah. so people understand yeah. what that is. <clears throat> yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me again sure. uh, early in the morning here <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you know so you know it's it's really interesting this uh, and that's another one of those insights that says people tell you this is the rx this is the this is the way it should be right says someone right and then you go well why is that and then that could be for a particular athlete or a particular situation correct but for most of us it isn't and, and when I started doing research into this and came across uh, Dr. Erin Faser, who is our head of science, and uh, turns out she'd spent you know her her PhD researching microloading. And microloading is basically the researcher on it says that you only have to load your body with roughly one to five percent of your body mass to get very very good results uh, if you move at a certain speed, right? And and, and what happens when you load it more than that, when someone says, this is a badge of honor, this should weigh 10 kilos or 20 kilos or yeah. 25 pounds, all of a sudden your entire movement mechanics break down because there's no way that your body can move as it was intended with that kind of load. It's just too heavy. So, but, but then again, there is this thing, well, it should be this because, and, and otherwise I don't get the effect. And and it's been really interesting. You know, we have some remarkable ambassadors with with Omorfo, and yes. and they understand microloading intuitively. So you you know you look at Alexander Madison, who's an unbelievable at running back, and and you go, okay, he says I you know I I run routes with this, and I've worn. He said I've worn weighted vests that are much heavier, but. He, what to be able to go full speed there's no way i can do that with something that's moving around when i cut it needs to stay close to me and then he said that the, the the really interesting thing he said but the difference here is some people take it and they go well it's too light but he goes that's not because you don't realize it sneaks up on you because you forget that it's there right and i think for me that's the big micro loading is not supposed to feel like 
oh, I put it on and I can barely move, but I understand that I'm wearing so much that something happens. Microload is distributed anatomically across your body. So you hold it and you go, oh, I feel the weight. You put it on, you start moving, you forget that it's there until you're midway through your workout where you go, wow, that is amazing. And then when you finish and you take it off, you really, that's when you really feel the difference. So, but what's interesting is, you know, Tom, we, we also get asked, well, so when are you going to make your next heavier vest? It's like, <laughs> you need a heavier vest. And, 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 and I'm always, then I'm always curious. I'm like, maybe we should make a lighter vest because, <laughs> because this, this, there's this notion that, you know, in order for it to be better, it has to be heavier. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe you could move even faster if you had a lighter, you know, it's just thoughts like that. that that's not to say we're not going to make a heavier vest, but I think it's, <laughs> it's, I like the idea of, you don't just go with it. Just think about what is the application and how does it serve the athlete better? And it, it's not always the obvious answer. Exactly. And and this is, in my experience, what's so frustrating. You know, I, I, I use a term frequently, Stefan, excessive moderation, right? So it's most people do a lot yeah. of exercise a yeah. little bit. And the secret, if you want to call it, I don't even like the term secret, but it's to do a little bit a lot. Right. And I'm an endurance guy. Yeah. And one reason I'm an endurance guy is because I it's not who goes the fastest. It's who slows down the least. Right. Who wins. And I yeah. love Ironman yeah. and marathons and ultra marathons. Ran across the Grand Canyon and back twice during COVID because couldn't have, you know, do any races. But, you know, it's playing the long game. And, and, and it's based on science. I mean, I love and people, you know, I'll share. Uh, you got four great studies on the website, two done by um, Dr. Fazer, right? Uh, which is just, this is science, mm -hmm. right? And and I, I thought back to heavy yeah. hands, right? Yeah. People might remember heavy hands, yeah. maybe if they're not as old as you and I are. Uh, I get the question, uh, frequently, yeah. should I run with dumbbells? You know, you've got the ankle weights and it's the, you know, you talk about, it's perfectly put, the right load in the right place, natural movement, no unnecessary yeah. strain in the wrong yeah. places. And that's loading your core. Yeah right and not too much exactly exactly yeah and and it's interesting right because because it's there is something as you know like anatomically uh stressful around putting stuff around your ankles and wrists and start running when you think about it it's like the biometrics of that that is if you start measuring that you start seeing that wait a minute that puts strain in an, in, in an unnecessary way, but yet we're familiar with it. So that's like, and then so oftentimes I go, oh, that's like ankle weights, right? Ankle weights to me sounds a little bit like a punishment. <laughs> you have to wear <laughs> right. ankle weights right. versus, uh, versus, you know, some, a load that's, that's distributed ergonomically. And obviously having tried both and tested both, we know that this works works better um, just because of the way because of the way it's distributed. Uh, and that, by the way, I'm I'm not knocking people that make ankle weights that they work for 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 whatever they work for, but not necessarily running, right? I, I think or, or or walking. But but I think that but for us, what's interesting with microload and the way we we design and develop this is to make sure that as we've talked about it, it's like how does it not only feel good, have a great effect. But also looks good because design is important too. It's how it's a part of how you feel. So, so I think those are the three things we've we've been able to to hit. Yeah, you totally come to it with that unique uh, expertise in so many different uh, areas. Plus, as you said, the team you've surrounded yourself with. When I received, I have the shorts yeah. and the shirt, and and they're cool. <laughs> like they're cool, you yeah. know. And it's yeah. just enough. It's yeah. just different enough, Stefan. Right when you wear it, people go, "What is that?" Um, and yeah. you know, it's it's. 
it's the small changes that aren't so small, right? You talk about you can burn, you know, up to eight percent uh, more calories. You're gonna improve by three yeah. percent. Which, if you're if you're truly, uh, you know, a high level athlete, three percent is a lot, right? Three percent is oh, a it's lot. A, it's, a, it's a huge. It's huge. You know, it's huge. And and I think that's what's fun with it is like the, the how elite athletes. Um, how intuitive it is you know that's like the 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 amazing ambassadors we have they don't need a whole convincing you know so so in general we're all skeptical to your point it's like well show me the science tell me how it works i want evidence right and we have it all to your point we have it on our website there's been a lot of research here and and you know i think in general this whole category is is literally uh, in its infancy we we will we will see the whole idea of, of of what we're creating here with wearable weights is going to be an entire category because it is so intuitive but but that's why i say so to the gen, to us general consumers is like well i'm not sure how does it work whereas to the professional athletes who are used to the into their entire life they're looking for that one percent right wherever it might come from do i take an ice bath do i get you know percussive therapy do i get what do i do because I know that the only difference, the only way I'm going to get better is find an edge that no one else had, has. It was really funny. An anecdote was Julio Jones, who was one of our absolute first ambassadors. <clears throat> and he um, he told us, you know, uh, as a professional football player, you know, they're always looking for an angle. He tried it on and he's like, wow. I can't believe no one's done this before. He's like, I'll be your ambassador, but but you can't tell any other football player about this for six months, okay? <laughs> right. So it was kind of cool. I mean, he was joking, you know, but but I think it was kind of cool. So so they see immediately something where an and and an everyday athlete might hold it up and go, Well, I don't know if this one pound shirt, one and a half pounds is really gonna make a difference. And then you have someone who is in the in the most amazing physical shape. Who to whom one and a half pounds is absolutely nothing. But he puts it on and he goes, oh, I get it. I'm going to run with this. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do runs. And and I know that it's going to give me that 1%. So I think it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not hard right away, right? You have to put it on and use it. And this goes to the science, as you know, uh, and many of the the listeners do by now, because I talk about it all the time. It's the overload principle, right? It's, it's overloading, but overloading doesn't mean it has to be 30 pounds, especially when, as you're doing what you're doing, Stefan. And I love this too, is like, people have to wear clothes. <laughs> well, you don't have to, especially if you do a CrossFit with no shirt hey, yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. But, it's you know. More, it's more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're not like, you're not even putting on an arm sleeve or something different, right? So you're literally just taking what we're normally doing. You're making it, you know, a tiny bit harder, which I would argue is in the long run, you know, pun in, uh, intended, a, a really good thing. Um, and, and, and you're not changing your natural biomechanics. And that is so important. People don't realize that. By the way, I have a friend, yeah. a lunatic friend, I'm sure you have many like this, who got into CrossFit, put on, you know, did the Murph, put on the weighted vest, and he started running in the vest. And I saw him over the, you know, we go yeah. to Nantucket in the summer, and he's like, I can't run. I said, what's wrong? He's like, my knees. I totally, you know, I, I'm in pain. I said, what have you been doing? He said, I've been running yeah. in the Murph vest. And I was like, let me give you a better yeah, alternative. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what you're constantly bat, or, you know, one of your battles, right? Is that extreme yep. focus that we have in fitness or people have in fitness. Yeah. 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 You know, actually we, we talked, you know, earlier about a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jay Blonick. Uh, I, I remember when we were working together years back, 
he would say, you know, the least amount of uncomfortable change is the right thing. And and that always hit me. You know, it's like, yeah, the least amount of uncomfortable change means you don't go from nothing to throw on 25 pounds. Right. You know, how do you find something that, you know, where you can you can just make tweaks and then those tweaks over time build up? I think that's a really really, really cool way of thinking about it. And what you talk about frequently with this um, technology is we want to make, and I get this, uh, we want to make t- uh, training harder, right? And and not ridiculously hard. Like I have a, a really, you know, called a crappy bike that I will ride in training because it's heavier, right? And by the yeah. time I come to, but yeah. it's not ridiculously heavier. It's just enough, as you're saying, so that on race day, yeah. when I put on the race wheels and the lighter bike, but we make training harder, but not ridiculously hard, right? And and that's kind of the point of this. Yeah, event. yeah. Yeah, and you know what's really, really interesting to me is how prevalent this is, but s- sort of in a, in a clunky way, right? I, I, I don't play baseball, but everybody tells me about the donuts that you put on the baseball bat to make them heavier. Sure. People talk about swimmers swimming in long pants, long shirts. Uh, in running, you know, traditionally it'd been parachutes. Every single sport, like you mentioned, by riding a bike, you make your bike heavier, creating that extra little drag, extra resistance. But it's done in sort of almost like a, uh, you know, in, in a clunky way versus this, which is sort of saying, we'll take that insight that when we add an overload in the right place, in the right way, and make it beautiful. Because for us, as you know, morpho is Greek and means beautiful. Make it beautiful so that not only do you want to wear it for the performance benefits or because you get stronger and fitter and faster, but it actually looks good. And I think that's the that's not to be forgotten when it comes to the space we're operating in. So but but for me that those are the the beautiful insights that are, you know, staring you right in the face where you're like, well, this is so this is so common. It's just not been executed in a thoughtful way up until now. Yeah, it sounds like you had the the perfect background, which is rare, right? And and then the desire to to go into this crazy space. By the way, I've done a lot in the fitness space over the years, thirty plus years. The one, and I call yeah. it failure, but it's not a failure. I always say, you know, you learn your lessons. But I had a client many years ago who was in this space. And as many years ago, and I was like, you know what? I kind of want tights, you know, and I'm doing yoga or something like that, taking a spin class. You know, you're wearing the traditional running shorts. You're, you're kind of, <laughs> you're showing a lot, right, Stefan? So, and there weren't, yeah, there weren't yeah, really yeah. the shorts with the spandex built in. And I said, I wanted to do that. And so he's like, hey, let's do that. Yeah. But then he went off and he said, let's do all these other things. And I learned that fitness apparel <laughs> is the one thing you got to be 100% in. Like you can't do that part yeah. time. So, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, this is, yeah. a, this is yeah. a tough area, but like your your background, obviously, um, it is beautiful. And I and I love the gear and I love, I love the fact that like, this is going to sound probably come out wrong, but that so many people like, like the running back, you said, like, don't tell he was half kidding. Right. When he said, don't tell the other, you know, NFL, yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we want that edge, but we yeah. don't want, and, and I know a lot of people, again, I listened to a couple of your uh, interviews with other podcasters and articles, as you said, like, they're like, where are you going next? Like what metrics or what biometric, you know, things are you going to pull from this? And you're like, just use your watch. <laughs> like, let's just, let's yeah. just do yeah. what we do really well. And you don't have to make it, you know, eight pounds, 10 pounds, 12 pounds all the time just be consistent yeah. right with a little bit of change yeah and that's tough that's yeah. tough in this yeah. world yeah yeah no i and, and i think you know that to, to a technology angle it's really interesting i obviously spent more than a decade um doing this within the, the with the nike teams and what we found was it's really remarkable that um a lot of people think that you know 
technology is the solve, right? That's going to give you the answer. And then all we're going to have, we're going to embed all these sensors. I get that question a lot. Sure. It's like, well, when are you going to embed sensors? And 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 I, my question is always to do what? To tell you what? <laughs> well, it's great because he could tell you everything about, you know, your, uh, you know, you could derive so much, whether it is from your sweat or from, you know, from your heart or, and we've done all those things. And, and, and the truth is that, you could derive 90% of the meaningful information for most athletes from a watch, from an Apple watch. So why would I build that into the, to the clothing so that you now have a problem with how you wash it, or you're going to have a challenge with pairing or whatever, when that already already exists in beautiful solutions, whether, whether that be a watch or, you know, uh, you know, just a wristband or something. So, so then you go, or you could geek out completely and say, well, I'm just going to look at the composition of the sweat to tell you how, when you're dehydrated. Well, <laughs> there are better ways of doing that. And I think, but sometimes you can jump to that conclusion and now you're going to turn it into a uh, quote unquote, uh, sort of heavier or, or, or more uh, extreme innovation, right. but you introduce so much friction to the end user that you lose 95, 99% of your audience because they don't care about that. The people that care about that are so extreme that they usually have teams surrounding them that can give them that information. So I just think it's important to look at, you know, what is the what is what is the, the the most relevant solution and innovation you can bring to as many people as possible? You know, our our mission is to simplify the pursuit of a fit life. All we're saying is just throw on our gear and your workouts are going to get better. You don't have to charge it. You don't have to pair it. You don't have to do anything. And if you want that stuff, there is a lot of stuff out there that can give you that information. But it's but it's kind of interesting. Most of people, most of us, just want a little bit of motivation to get off the couch and get a workout in. And and if we can contribute to that, I think we've succeeded. I don't want to charge another thing. You know, that's I, I have so much yeah. gear. I've been sent all of this stuff as as you've tested and tried and done over the years too. And and I use very little of it. And I'm someone who competes, yeah. right? And you know, back when I was yeah. coaching clients, like <laughs> I stopped coaching that three percent because they're a they're a lot of work, right? And most of them. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. It's a nightmare. Totally. And, you know, and then when you, when you do introduce, to, you know, technology, this is why, you know, we've embedded NFC tags in our vests, which is doesn't need charging, doesn't need any pairing. You just tap your iPhone to your vest and it fires up our app that tells you how to work out in the vest. So, that to me is completely frictionless and and it's an added benefit to this product but it's technology done in the at, at the service of the user versus and and if you, you know what if you don't want to use it that's okay uh, you know it doesn't make the product cost more and and i think it's just figuring out those technological advancements when they feel like correct and then, and then and then the service of the user of your product Right. You know, tell me what to do. I've been saying that to different companies over the content, right? Give me, give, just get me motivated. It's, yeah, it's yeah. all about the behavioral change, right? We know we need to move more. We know we need yeah. to eat better. But as you said, and it's like cycling, right? The, I, I don't even consider myself a cyclist, Stefan, because they're kind of like the angry group. Like, you know, they, they put on the clothes and the helmet yeah. and the glasses and all of a sudden everyone's Lance Armstrong, yeah. right? And they're riding four yeah. abreast yeah. and I get angry with those guys too. So I, ch I generally train alone. But yeah, give us content. And, and, and that's great. Um, but like, yeah, keep it simple and, and use it consistently. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the secret to success yeah. 
if there is one. Yeah. Um, what's what's so I'm going to be annoyed if, if after this conversation a year down the road I see you've got like a forty pound you know vaster. I mean obviously change happens, but um, what's next? Like what are you what are you looking towards uh, in the next couple of years? You, you know we're we're incredibly excited as I said about this as a category. And right. when you launch something new, you you always have this. You know, first there is this like first there is like I think. Uh, um, curiosity or just like a little bit or maybe a confusion it's like well what is this thing and then we've been we've been live now for 16 months 17 months or something like that and 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 it's remarkable how it now the conversation goes into oh i've seen that oh yeah oh microload you oh i get it and and now we're entering into this phase where you know we're going in we, we we talk about it through the lens of crawl walk run right well, well, our our our, uh, uh, our amazing COO CFO Gareth Theo says, well, first we had to be born. That was our first few months, which is true. <laughs> right. But now we're crawling, right? We're, we're crawling, and and I think and I think what's exciting is when you look at what we bring, right? Which is a collection of product that we're incredibly proud of, both for how they function and how they look. You can't wait, but have a pipeline of innovation uh, that 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 you know to bring to the world the the thing that we're or i have to be held back is you just got to take it at a certain pace because you can overwhelm because you forget that 99 percent of people have never seen this right. so you got to do it in 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 the right um you know in the right with the right cadence but we're actually launching something really uh, uh we're launching some cool stuff tomorrow um oh, wow. uh, which is uh, uh tomorrow as in uh, uh wednesday yeah <laughs> sure um for us uh, and then and then later on this year, the collection will be growing um, based upon two things, input from from other athletes and insights that we've had ourselves. So we looked at the collection and said, OK, what is if we look at how this is used today? And and I always believe this. You got to be you got to be thoughtful and, and careful. And, and it's that old quote, you know, if you ask. I think it was Ford that said, if I ask people what they wanted, they'd say a faster horse. Um, you know, so you, you got to be thoughtful, not just asking, but you observe and you look at how it's being used. And that has led to us expanding later on in this year. We're going to expand on the collection um, in a way that I, I can't obviously tell you the details. Sure. Of, but I'm just sort of saying that I think it's going to be unexpected. And I think it's going to be um, really, really sort of broadening the proposition even more to what this can be. And, uh, and you know, and then obviously the, the other thing is, 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 there's no surprise, there is incredible power in color. So in, in the space we're, we're living in, you know, there, there is something there where you don't have to always turn everything upside down. You can just create something that you feel good about wearing because you like how it's looking, then you're going to perform better. So a combination of innovation in how we do uh, our gravity vests and our gravity sportswear combined with how they look, I think is in, in the pipeline. So that's that's for now. There is obviously plans for, you know, 24 and 25 and beyond um, that is in these sort of infancy stages, but where we have uh, we have more ideas than we have right now time for <laughs> right so it, it it'll have to come over time but i love that i'm so excited to hear uh what those innovations are but i also just love um you know i'm i'm yeah. so excited to see uh what you do the innovations are i i, I can't wait but i love you know changing the yeah. colors keeping it simple you know as you said people have to 
see this, see it out there. Um, I love that. Like I, I picture seeing people in Zumba classes, all these different classes, you know, spin classes, wearing the gear because it does what I say, Stefan, my, my, one of my jobs is as, as someone in this space is to help people get greatest results, shortest amount of time, least likelihood of injury, right? To keep them motivated, to get them yeah. healthier, to live like these great, long, happy, healthy lives. And and you're doing that. So I'm excited. So thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I'd love to have you back when you when you come out with those uh, innovations and we can talk about those, uh, you know, talk again. Yeah, no, I'd love to. I really enjoyed chatting, Tom. I think thanks for the opportunity. And yeah, we'll, we'll speak soon again. Hey, Stefan, have a great day. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, that was Stefan. I mean, how how cool, uh, Stefan Olander, CEO, co-founder of Amorpho Clothing. Got to check it out. Um, it, it, only the best. I'm going to bring you only the best guests, and you know, this is everything I love about fitness. Uh, it's the simplicity. Uh, Stefan could go off on so many different different tangents with. Uh, this this technology, this innovation, uh, but as we talked about, it's it's keeping it simple. You know, it's it's the push up and the plank and the running, and you go, okay, how do how do we improve upon that a little bit? Both from uh, a psychological, as he talked about, you know, feeling good, putting something on, you know, and when you put on something like this amorpho stuff, like he obviously has such an amazing, unique background to to deliver this product from the engineer side. And I think he downplayed his, his, you know, knowledge and expertise in that area to 20 years at Nike. And then to go off on his own with this, you know, idea uh, that sat for a little while and he's passionate about, this is the stuff that works people, you know, and we didn't get deep into it. You know, I alluded to some of the podcasts and articles I read on this and they're always like, it's, you know, it could be more, but wait, let's, where's the, where's the, no, no. It's another tool. It's yet another tool in your arsenal to help you live your best life, right? And it's clothes and it's clothes with an added advantage and it's clothes that allows you to keep your natural biomechanics. He was nice about the ankle weights. Uh, yes, there's a correct way to use ankle weights. I would argue most, well, not most, many, <laughs> many people are doing it incorrectly. And the downside to that is injury. When you load your extremities, uh, and try to do certain movements, that's a problem. And it throws off your natural biomechanics and that leads to potential injury. All right, so uh, thank you once again to Stefan. Just such a cool conversation, so much more. I, I, I say it every time and I bore myself saying that I say it every time, but I want these interviews to be four hours. But you know what? Uh, we'll just have them on again. All right, so check it out. Amorpho uh, clothing, really, really cool um, based in science. And I'm only going to bring you science, you know, the best guests, the ones based in science, things that can help you. So you're not going to waste your time and you are not going to waste your money. All right. Uh, Tom H fit is Instagram. Tom H fit is Twitter. If you want to reach out questions, comments, love to hear from you. Uh, what else? Fitnessdisrupted.com is the website or teamholland.com. You can check that out. Uh, email me through the site if you want to see more about what I'm doing and future uh, projects and things like that. So um, yeah, thank you again to him. Remember, you know, there are three things we all control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our state of mind. And that is awesome. 
All right. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Let me leave you as I have been doing for the past handful of shows. Oh, by the way, oh my God, I almost forgot. This is my 501st episode. I missed the 500, <laughs> but how cool to have Stefan for 501. All right. 500 episodes. And I'm going to do way more than 500 more. All right. Because I love what I do. I love this. And I love bringing you the best guests. This is the greatest job in the world. All right. And I take it really seriously. I'm not going to waste your time or your money with people or products or potions or programs that don't help you achieve your goals. All right. So Jack Lane to close it all out, uh, who was on my show, radio show many years ago, and the one who I really looked up to the most and tried to model myself after. Thank you for listening. I'm Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Believe in yourself. I hope that each and every one of you wonderful people that are listening to Tom's great show will do something for the most important person on this earth, you. 